Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensah Wood. Amen. We have come into God's presence and as we study and as we feed on God's Word, God's Word is what makes the difference. And I trust and I believe that the same God that has taken my life and transformed it, may He take your life and transform it for His glory in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said, may he take your life and transform it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said, may he take your life and transform it by his word in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody say amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Well, you see, the Bible makes a statement. Um, in this season, we have been talking about the weapons of our warfare, winning the battles of life giving no place to the enemy and it's so important because so many times people face invisible battle, battles sometimes people uh, um, are tagged in their minds in their dreams um, visitations in their rooms that are not of god and so many times people try to fight those battles with natural weapons and you cannot do that. You have an invisible enemy, and to overcome him, you must use the weapons that God has given us to be able to overcome him. And this morning, as we go through the study of God's word, I pray in the name of Jesus, may you receive vital keys to be able to overcome the enemy. I said, may you receive vital keys to be able to overcome. You see, Jesus has already purchased the victory for you, but sometimes you can go in life for a long time as a Christian, and the virtues and the things that Jesus Christ has made available for us is not speaking in your life. And so many times when people get to that place, they either give up and throw in the towel and give up on the whole Christianity, or, or, or you can make a decision that no, I am not going to be the one giving up. I am going to be the one standing for God. And when it's all said and done, I will be standing. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I speak to you by the word of the living God. That when all is said and done, you will still be standing. I said when all is said and done, you will still be standing. So turn your Bibles with me, if you please, to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians chapter 6. Glory be to the name of our Lord. The weapons of our warfare. Ephesians chapter 6. Thank you, Lord. Notice this. He says, verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, again, he repeats it again, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Put on the whole armor of God. You see, the kingdom of God, the apostle Paul made a, he made a statement. He, he said the kingdom of God, 
uh, Romans 14 verse 17, he says, The kingdom of God, I always like this scripture, is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. You need your meat, your meat and drink uh, for your daily sustenance. But that's not what the kingdom of God is about. He said there is something greater. It is of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Then he goes on to say, 1 Corinthians 4.20, For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Somebody shout power. power. Shout it louder, please. Power. power. The kingdom of God is not just in word. No. See, there is a power play at work in the world. You are either on God's side or on the enemy's side. And God's power, if, if whether you realize it or not, is greater than the power of the enemy. Shout it one more time. Power. power. He says it is not in word only. And so, so many times, sometimes when people are, you are confronted, they turn to the power of the enemy. But I can assure you by the word of the living God that there is power in God's word for your deliverance and the deliverance of your loved ones. There is power in God's word for you to be able to overcome. So he says, he writes this beautiful letter and then he goes, gets to the point where he says, finally, brethren or sisterin, I like to say sisterin, include the sisters in there. They are also part of it. <laughs> Put on the whole armor of God. Don't leave any of it out. And he starts again. He says, be strong in the Lord, verse 10, and in the power of his might. You cannot function in this armor without the power of God. And thank God that power has been made available to us. Then he says that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And then verse 13 says that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. What is the evil day? The evil day is when your day starts out right and, potential, and you get a report, a negative doctor's report. The evil day is when your mind comes at so much under attack that you are at the point of depression. You sometimes people even get to the point of suicide. Sometimes you wake up, you are so joyful, and all of a sudden you don't know where the discouragement dropped, and it just drops on you, and you get a sense of hopelessness. That's an evil day. And so, what you may be, you may be watching or listening, wherever you may be, never get to the point of hopelessness where you get to the point of committing even suicide. If you are at that point right now, I speak to you the word of the living God that in Jesus Christ there is hope, there is no need for you to take away your life. And especially if you are not a child of God, when you die, the other side gets even more darker. So that is not a decision to make. It's, I can assure you by the word of the living God that there is hope for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I command the enemy to take his hands off of your life. In Jesus' mighty name. One time here, we were praying on Wednesday. You see, some of these testimonies have come as a result when we come out and we pray. And we'll get to that later on. Never neglect prayer. We were praying, and all of a sudden, I felt led by the Spirit of God that we should pray against suicide. So we all started praying intensely. And when we did, unknowingly, uh, when one of us went to work, and that is why we have to be very sensitive. When one of us went to work, a couple of days later, a co-worker showed up, 
And they said, you know, they were talking to them and asking them, why did you, why were you not here on, on this particular day? And he said, uh, the day that I wasn't here, I was planning to commit suicide. And knowingly or unknowingly, we had prayed for that person as we were praying in other tongues. We didn't know who he was. And you see, you see it's, this person had gotten to the point of hopelessness. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, there is hope for you in Christ Jesus. I said there is hope for you in Christ Jesus. Do not take away your life. When the enemy, when that evil day comes, when you look at this report, that doctor's report, when you look at your children, when you look at your finances, when you look at your life, and he, the devil tells you that, look, this thing is never going to change, respond back and say, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I am made a stand, and as I put my trust and confidence in God, God will cause a change. I said God will cause a change. I said God will cause a change in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So put on the whole armor of God. Then he says that you might be able to stand. Notice how many times he uses the word stand. In, 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 verse, 13, in verse 11 he says stand. In verse 13 he says that you may be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, stand and stand don't move off your position because he wants to get you to the point where you throw in the towel and give up you, you, you see if you are looking for something uh, a christianity whether you realize it or not you are you are in a battle but thank god you are fighting from a place of victory because jesus christ has already defeated the enemy for you but if you are going to be one that easily throws in the towel you are in the wrong fight no, 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 no. Have you, I mean, I'm not a, in, in, into a boxing a whole lot, but have you ever watched a, 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 a boxing match where somebody gets out the sec, first, second round, third round, and I don't understand why people will put themselves in that position to be beat like that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. But anyway, they make a lot of money from it, so they, they, they go out for it. But somebody gets out first, second, third round, they get a sound beating. They get knocked out, but some way, somehow, they are able to gather strength from the inside and go all the way to however many rounds they are. And at some point, he gets up from the floor when he's at the point of defeat and delivers the knockout blow. I take that now, then they ring the bell, game over. <laughs> Are you must be like that. And said, no matter how many times it looks like I am be at the point of defeat, I will rise up, stand for my family. I will rise up, stand for my children. I will rise up and stand for my health and deliver that knockout blow to the enemy in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Having done all to stand, I will be the one standing in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But how are you going to be able to make it? He says, take up the whole armor of God. Verse 14 says, stand therefore, get, get it, having gathered your waist with truth. Having gathered your waist with truth. We need the truth of God's word to be noticed that he puts that at the top of the list. Having gathered your waist with truth. Having gathered your waist with truth. Put that at the, he put that at the head of the list. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 32 that you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. 
put on that belt, the Roman soldier, for that belt, it was central, it's a central piece of armor that held everything together. Their sword was in, in that belt. They put it, they put it in there. It was, it held everything together. You see, all this armor is dependent on the word of God. So don't let go of the word of God. If you let go of the word of God, you will lose your sense of righteousness. If you let go of the word of God, your faith will be weak. If you let go of the word of God, you cannot go on the offensive. So never let go of the word of God. Always have the word of God in place. Get it around you. It held a lot of those pieces of armor in place. And so many times, like for instance, you do, I mean, my belt is hidden. You may not see it, but when that armor is holds, F, I mean, my, my, my pants, and imagine a man going out without a belt. It looks funny. <laughs> That's not right. So, 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 so he held his piece of armor in place. So he puts that and says, the belt of truth, the truth of the word of God, the integrity of the word of God will cause you to overcome in any battle. So I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that no matter what you may be going through or confronted with, that battle went, take that first piece of armor first and keep it, keep it in place. And as you do, I see you overcoming in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said, I see you overcoming in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Then he says, having put on, on, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is a key subject in the Bible. You see, when Adam and Eve sinned against God, they couldn't stand in the presence of God. When God was coming, they felt ashamed to stand in the presence of God. So righteousness means the ability to stand in the presence of God unashamed, unafraid. And to stand and take your stand. You see, if you are in Christ Jesus, if 2 Corinthians 5.21 talks about the fact that for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus was made sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But you see, so many times, the enemy will try to come to you and remind you of your past and sometimes even the things you did before you became born again, before you became a child of God. That is where you take your stand. One minister put it this way, uh, learn to read the Bible to the devil. Remind him that, look, if you are going to bring back my past, let me remind you of your past. What Jesus Christ did to you, how he defeated you, and not only that, let me remind you of your future. Your future doesn't look so good. So get out of here and don't bring up my past. And if you, are, if you want to have a convers keep having a conversation, look, your future doesn't look good. There's a big bottomless pit prepared for you. And one of these days, I am looking for it. Jesus is going to put the devil in that pit, cover him up, and the Bible says he will have no contact with human beings anymore. He has destroyed so many lives. But in the meantime, in the name of the Lord Jesus, remind him and say in Jesus' mighty name, I am the righteousness of God. I can go into the presence of God unashamed, unafraid, 
afraid. I am a child of the living God. The Bible says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. God says that come boldly to the throne room of grace that you may find help in the time of need so I can go boldly into the presence of God. And not only that, I can stand boldly in the presence of the works of the enemy and say in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, my Lord and my God, I am a child of the living God. God dwells in me. Greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. I refuse to turn back from you. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, take that name that is above every other name. And the Bible says that at the mention of the name of Jesus Christ, every knee bows of beings in heaven, of beings on the earth and beings under the earth. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I take that name and use it and do not be ashamed. The righteous are as bold as a lion. So stand on your righteousness. You see, the kingdom of God is not just meat and drink. The righteousness is involved in there. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Proverbs 28, verse 1. The wicked flee when no one pursues but the righteous are bold as a lion somebody shall boldness shall boldness and you see have you ever seen a lion turning back from an antelope no it's not going to happen no it was it, the antelope will be the one on the run that's why they are fast god gave them another ability <laughs> <laughs> what they didn't have God, they have it in running they will take off but there is no way a lion will turn back from an antelope no no in Christ Jesus you have that boldness you have been made the righteousness of God and that righteousness is what gives you boldness somebody shout boldness shout boldness Shout boldness. The Bible says that the lion, which is strongest among beasts, does not turn back from any. No. 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 So don't retreat and don't surrender. <laughs> stand up and stand in your righteousness. When, when, sometimes when you, when you that, that's why in First John chapter 1 verse 9, he says, even when you sin, this is talking to Christians now, and you lose your sense of righteousness, the blood of Jesus Christ, this righteousness means so much to God that he says that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. When you, the enemy brings up your sins to you, uh, God says that I am the one that blots out your transgressions and I will remember them no more. Once you confess and forsake it, if you go to God and try to remind him about it, you say, what are you talking about? I don't remember. I don't remember. Do you know why? Because he wants to, to bless you. He wants to release his blessing on your life. And the sin is going to stand in the way. So it's, and you lose your sense of righteousness. And you are not able to come into his presence. So he says that I am the one. Notice this. I don't know if you've noticed it before. Isaiah 43 verse 25. 
Isaiah 43, 25, he says, I, even I, who blot out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. I will not remember your sins. I thought he forgives my sins and your sins for my, for my sake. Think about it. That's not what this verse says. He says, I forgive you my sins for my sake. What an awesome father that we say. He doesn't want anything to stand in the way. And he says, I will not remember your sins. He's able to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, do not let the enemy keep bringing up back your past to you. It is gone and gone and gone and God does not remember. He has no memory of it. How does he do it? I don't know. It's a, it's, it's, it's a supernatural thing. Sometimes somebody will ask you something, it happened, you were there, and you say, I don't remember. But for God's standpoint, if you go looking for those things, he says it's not there. Because he wants you to have that sense of freedom in his presence. Never let go of that righteousness. Never let go of that righteousness, that sense of righteousness. It makes you bold in the presence of God and in the presence of the enemy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my Lord and my God. Let's keep going here. Then he says, notice this. He says this in, 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 in verse, verse 15. He says, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Of peace. Of peace. The preparation of the gospel of peace, you see, can never, it would it, be very difficult for you to live a successful Christian life without being prepared, being always ready to share the good news with someone. And this gospel of, it's a gospel of peace. You see, peace is one thing that many people in the world look for. And sometimes we look for peace in the wrong places. Some try to fill it with different vices, different things, drugs, alcohol, different things. But I can only, I can assure you by the word of the living God that peace can only be found in the Lord Jesus. Sometimes your mind can get so disturbed, you can feel so bad that, that, that when, you, when it is morning, you wish it is night. When it is night, you wish it is day because there is no peace. The Bible says that there is no peace to the wicked. Peace can only be found in Christ Jesus. Oh, but when you take this armor of peace, no matter the storm that can be raging and going on, my Lord, you'll be like a palm tree standing in the midst of a hurricane. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I don't know the turbulence that you are going through, but in the mighty name of Jesus, like Jesus Christ spoke peace to that storm, I speak peace to that storm in your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I said I speak peace to the storm in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the peace of God that you can go to sleep at night and rest in the arms of Jesus Christ. I mean, they were crossing the lake and Jesus Christ, uh, the, the, the Bible says that the, the bo their boat was filling with water, but Jesus was asleep. 
How can you sleep in the middle of a storm? It only takes the peace of God. You are getting wet and you are still sleeping. Oh, but thank God. That is the kind of peace I pray you walk in in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. One day they were getting ready in the book of Acts to execute Peter in Acts chapter 12. That when the Bible says that when the angel came, he had to tap Peter to wake him up. And he was slated to be executed the next day. Most of us will have butterflies in our stomach <laughs> and stay up all night worrying what's going to happen. Is it the thing about it? Jesus Christ said, worrying doesn't even add one piece of hair to you. So if you stay up all night worrying about whether you are going to die the next day, you are still going to die anyway. So why stay up worried? Just get some sleep. <laughs> I think that he took, he took the, that, that decision. That he was going to sleep. Staying up to worry, it's not going to change anything. But this is someone that is slated for execution the next day. And the peace of God set a garrison over his mind and his heart that he was able to sleep. Didn't need any sleeping tablets. Just went to sleep. The Bible says that he gives his beloved sleep. That's a good verse to go to, to sleep on. Lord, I'm your beloved. It is at night. Uh, my, my wife makes a statement, sometimes when things are going, he said, in the night, you can't do anything, let's just go to sleep. <laughs> There's nothing you can do, just go to sleep. <laughs> Lord, I am your child. For you give your beloved sleep, I am going to receive your peace as a weapon and go to sleep. And usually by the next time you wake, wake up the next day, everything else, everything is taken care of itself. Worrying is like pain on a dead that never comes due. It's, it's not going to change anything. Oh, but in the name of the Lord Jesus, thank God there is a better alternative. Amen. And notice what the Bible says. What are you going to do when you are tempted to fear, when you are tempted to be anxious? He says this, notice this. In, let me read this from, from, the, from the classic amplified in Philippians chapter 4. He says, verse 6, instead of worrying about your children, about your finances, about your health, about different aspects, verse 6 says, do not fret or have anxiety about anything. Do not fret or have anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, definite request with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. And God's peace shall be yours, that tranquil state of a soul, assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing. I like that. No fear from God and being content with its earthly lot of what is, whatever sort that is, that peace, my Lord and my God, which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your heart and minds in Christ Jesus. Garrison, garrison, set a guard over your mind and your heart in Christ Jesus. Commit everything to God in prayer. Somebody said if you have time to worry, you have time to pray. <laughs> Think about it. If you have time to worry, you have time to pray. Oh, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do, uh, but I thank God that you know and you dwell in me. 
and you will give me the direction that I need. You will show me what to do, Lord. And so instead of worrying, I commit everything into your hand. The Bible says, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Lord, my life is in your hands. First Peter 5, 7, in the Amplified, it says, cast the whole of your, your care. All your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him, for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Hallelujah. Because all your concerns, all your worries, all your anxiety. How many times? once and for all on him for he cares for you affectionately and watches over you watchfully you can go to bed on this scripture hallelujah once and for all let's say you are going on a vacation and you give your pet into the hands of the caretaker the caretaker has it so long as the caretaker has it you've traveled out of town you don't have it so it says, cast it on God once and for all. So long as God has it, I don't have it. Somebody said that's being irresponsible. That's the most responsible thing you can do, especially when you cannot do anything. Lord, this is my concern. Lord, this is my worry. The, the, the thing that I'm tempted to worry about, the thing that I'm tempted to be anxious about, I refuse to worry. I refuse to be anxious. Lord, I cast it on you once and for all. And so long as you have it, I don't have it. You might be asleep and then you get a jolt. And the enemy will tell you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You respond back and you say, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I have cast this care on the Lord and it is on him once and for all and I'm not going to touch it. And if you, if it's, is it easy? It's not. But after you practice it for a while, it becomes a little bit easier. But no matter what the circumstance is, let the peace of God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, no matter what you may be going through today, that turbulent circumstance, that situation that you don't know which way to go, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I speak, let there be peace. And I decree and I declare, may the peace of God set a guard over your heart and your mind in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. Receive peace in your body. Receive peace in your soul. In Jesus' mighty name. And if you are not a child of God, you can become one today and experience this peace that we are talking about in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Then he says, thank you, Lord. Above all, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Above all, above all, above all, above all, above all, above all, take this shield of faith. You see, for the Roman soldier, the shield of faith covered them, their front. 
and you see that what they the, the fiery darts of the enemy they had these fiery darts and they will put a combustible substance on the end and when this combustible substance is thrown at the opponent and hit them it explodes and sets the opponent on fire so it's seen that some darts are coming your way. So to counteract, what they will do is, one, they will anoint, anoint those shields with oil to preserve the shields. And not only that, they will keep the shields very wet so that when the fiery dart of the enemy came, uh, the, 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 because the shield was wet, it will quench the fire that will result. So you as a Christian, your faith is dependent on your reliance of the Holy, on the Holy Spirit every single day of your life. And he talks about the washing of the water every day. And these fiery darts for us as Christians, as children of God, can come as thoughts into our minds. That thought that brings hopelessness. That thought that brings depression. That thought that, that, that brings you to the point of, of, of suicide. That brings you to the point of giving up. It didn't originate with you. It's a fiery that shot at you to bring you down. Oh, but Eve, your, 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 your weapon is being filled with the word of God. That, you see, right now, as you are hearing God's word, faith is coming on the inside of you. You're almost ready to, to, to take on anything. But the moment you get out of this building from your Monday to Friday and Saturday and Sunday and throughout the week, don't let this thing leave you. That's why every day you must spend time in the word of God so that you are ever charged and ready to take on anything that comes and to respond. And your faith is active to quench the fiery dart of the wicked one. He wants to do away with you. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, you take your shield up and you say in the name of Jesus, not here. You are going to quench that fiery dart of the wicked one. When that thought comes into your mind to go against the word of God, you respond and say in the name of the Lord Jesus, that says the word of God. You respond and you take your stand. You believe God in this area of your life. And, and the enemy says, throw in the towel. And this time you are not going to receive a miracle from God. This situation is never going to turn around. It is always going to be like that. You respond and say, no, 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 no. The God I serve is a prayer answering God. I believe he will come through for me. He, will say, he said he will never leave me nor forsake me until the end of the age. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I have taken my stand on the word of God. And God is the one that I believe. God is the one that I trust. God is the one that my confidence is in. My confidence is in the word of God and I will not give up. I will not throw in the towel. I am a child of the living God and my faith will stand. My faith will hold. Like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they took their stand for God and they said, oh king, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace. You can go ahead and put us in there. But this is not our day to give up. This is not our day.
day to throw in the towel. And even if God doesn't deliver us, we will not bow down. If you refuse to compromise, if you refuse to bow down, God will uphold you. When they went in there, the Bible says somebody else was in there. Your God will stand by you if you are willing to stick and stand with God. And not throw in the towel and say, oh my Lord and my God. And as you do in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see God delivering you. I said, I see God delivering you. I said, I see God delivering you. If you believe that, shout a big amen. The final one. And you will be able to in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's keep going here. And what, did, what else did he say? He says, and take the head of salvation. The helmet of salvation. See, that, that helmet was, ve- was very visible. And you could see that helmet. And it was so heavy, they, they put something to make it a little. And the helmet also covered their back. Potentially, that if they even used, tried to use an axe to clap them or clap them down, they will still be preserved. That helmet of salvation talks about our provision. What Jesus Christ has made available for us. Put it on. And notice that that helmet of salvation is covering the head area as well. It's covering your mind. You see, everything that God has provided for you by Jesus Christ, you will be challenged. Your health, your finances, the blessing of the Lord, you being blessed, the gospel of peace. God wants to use you actually to bring his message of peace to others. But the, the enemy will try come and tell you that you are no good. You are a useless person. Nothing good will come out of your life. You've blown it. You've missed it. Uh, No good thing is going to come come out of you. But you respond. You see, you you must learn to talk back. Uh, Other than that, you are are in the wrong fight. Uh, Use the weapons. You have to put on the whole armor. When you tell your future, no Nothing going to come out of it. Your life, no good is going to come out of it. There have been wasted years. Respond back to him and say, oh my Lord and my God, I serve a good God. Ah, the years may have passed. I may have made some mistakes, but in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I have Jesus in my life. And he will deliver. He will save. That way salvation encompasses whatever Jesus Christ paid for us on that redemption ticket. Provision, protection, health, your righteousness, all these things. Jesus being our shepherd, our guide. When you don't know which way to turn, Jesus is your shepherd. Jesus is your guide. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Put on that helmet of salvation. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And and, and keep moving forward. Oh, and then he comes to the next one. He says, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's an offensive weapon. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That sword was a double-edged sword. And here, the word that he uses for, for, for word is the word rima. He says, the Logos, you have the written word of God, but you also have, oh, my Lord and my God, 
you see, sometimes uh, you run into a situation. You run into a circumstance, and if you are full of the word of God, God will bring a scripture. It will come out from the inside of you, and you will know which way to turn or what to say or what to do. That is God quickening and bringing to you the word that you need for the moment. The rhema word, the spoken word, the needed word for the moment. To be, to be able to go on the offensive, God will quicken that word for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I don't know the battle that you are confronted with, but in Jesus' mighty name, as you sit under the influence of the word of God, I pray in Jesus' mighty name, may God bring to you the right word that you need for the season. I said, may God, you don't like that. May God bring you the right word that you need for the season. I said, may God bring you the right word that you need in the season. The Bible says that the entrance of the word of God brings light. It brings illumination. You see, the devil functions in darkness. Oh, but have you ever seen darkness try to chase away light? You see light and, 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 and darkness is, I'm running after light, after, after light, and I'm going to put out light. No. All you need is light. Somebody say, all I need is light. Oh, my Lord and my God, no matter how dark it is in this room, no matter how dark it is in this environment, when we turn the light on, darkness has to take the exit. No matter how dark it is in your life, no matter, you, no matter what the situation is, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, receive the word that you need in this season. It will disarm the enemy right away. The Bible says that Jesus was being tempted in Matthew chapter 4 and Luke chapter 4. And every time, every time, he responded with, it is written. God gave, how do you think, you see, are, I mean, the Old Testament was a lot of words. How do you think he knew to use those verses that he used? The Holy Spirit helped him. He quickened the word for him. And when the word came, he spoke it out. First, the first one, the devil was still around. Second one, the devil was still around. The third one, the Bible says, the devil left him for a season. In the name of the Lord Jesus, as you use the word of God, I see the devil also leaving you in Jesus' name. I see him taking his hands off of your affairs in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The devil left him for a season. He said, this one is too tough. I'm not going to handle this one. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The helmet of salvation. Psalm 140 verse 7 says, he, he, put, he put a helmet on my, on my head in the day of battle. You see, all these weapons are, 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 are littered through throughout the Old, Old Testament as well. He says, oh God, the Lord, the strength of my salvation, you have covered my head in the day of battle. I need that protection. I need that covering. You covered me with, 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 with you covered my head. Look at that. That it, it was covered. 
may God cover your mind. In this season, plead the blood of Jesus over your mind. And say, no, devil, I will not let you build a stronghold. A thought pattern in my mind that influences me and causes me to me to make the wrong decision. I cover myself. I take this helmet of salvation. I take the word of God. And you get out of my environment. Take your hands off of my mind. Your mind is the gateway. The mind is the door. That's why it's targeted. But it can't be covered. And you can't go on the offensive with that weapon. I see you winning that battle in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said I see you winning that battle in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And then he talks about, you see, the goal of all of this armor. He wraps it up by saying, Oh my Lord and my God. By saying, Now look, after you've put on this armor, there is a final one that, that goes on the offensive. He says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Somebody shall pray. Somebody shall pray. Somebody shall pray. Somebody shall pray. Praying always. You see, have a prayer life. In these days and times, if you don't have a prayer life, it, it, you're not going to make it. Have a prayer life. It's also another offensive weapon. In the morning, spend some time praying. Before you go to bed, spend some time praying. Don't only pray over your food. It's good also. Pray over your food. But even sometimes, sometimes when you go, into, you go into a restaurant and you're observing some people, you see they desperately want to pray, but they don't want to see anyone watching them to pray. So they mumble a few words or they do, some, they do something real quickly, not wanting anyone to see them praying. Oh, my Lord and my God. Don't be ashamed of Jesus. <laughs> one, one time, Smith Wigglesworth was in a, in a restaurant, and, and somebody was, doing, was, was going through that act. He was, he was a mighty, mighty prophet of God back in the day. And, and, and he observed, and he got so angry, and he got up and said, My Lord, if you are going to pray, stand up and pray. And he got up and said, Everybody in this restaurant, stand up and let's pray. And everybody got up, or whatever they did, and he prayed. <laughs> Somebody saw boldness. Saw boldness. When I was in high school, sometimes I used to get public transport to go home. We were in a boarding high school. And when we got in the bus, before the driver made the journey, I would say, Everybody, please bow down your heads and let's pray. And the driver, including himself, would bow down his head and let's pray. Jesus Christ, I will preach the gospel message to them. And after that, I'll ask, who, who wants to give their life to the Lord Jesus Christ? And sure enough, some people will respond and give their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't take public transport. I did that in the Philippines also. When I got on the bus, I said, everybody, let's pray. And they were so reverent. They bowed out their heads and we prayed. And I said, ah, you and I are here together, so <laughs> you might as well. Here about Jesus. I took my Bible. I preached. And I said, who wants to give their life to Jesus? And sure enough, some people in the bus raised their hands to give their life to Jesus. It was like a four-hour journey from the main city to the remote area where we were going. 
I'm not going to sit in a bar for four hours with people and not tell them about Jesus. It's not going to happen. No. <laughs> I'm ever ready with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Be ever ready. You see, you talk to people all the time. Your, your co-worker might come to work and say, oh, I had, I had this issue with my, my spouse or my children. And, and they, start, they start sharing with you the thing that they are going through. And you, you respond and say, do you know the solution to this? There's a verse in the Bible that says, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I can tell you that the answer out of this situation is Jesus. He is the way. Don't try to use the awkward. Don't try to use something else. Jesus is the way. You have a message. And you bring up your testimony and say, you remember, you, I remember in my t one time in my life, so, so, and so, and so happened. I was in, a, in this situation, that situation. I prayed to God, and God brought me out. They'll say, eh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. It's the truth I'm telling you. Oh, I want this Jesus that you are talking about. You see, ever ready to preach the gospel? Somebody saw boldness. <laughs> and have a smile on your face. That, that means that you must, you must have a good report at the workplace. Not always moody, always doing a good job, being cheerful, being nice. Joy is an attractive thing. May the joy of the Lord overwhelm your life. I said, may the joy of the Lord overwhelm your life. One time Nehemiah, the Bible says in Nehemiah, study sometime. He says that I was the king's cupbearer. And then one day he went into the, it means that he was a servant in the palace, bearing the cup for the king. He went into the king's presence, and the king said, Ah, Nehemiah, what is wrong with you? He, the Bible makes a statement. He says, I had not been sad in his presence before. So if his name was Mr. I mean Mr. Moody, always Moody in the presence of God, when he showed up that day to work, the king wouldn't have noticed. He is the same person that said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So he must have been working joyfully on the job that he was doing. The king said, he, he said I had not been sad in his presence before. So then the king proceeded to ask him what is wrong. Do you see that? So I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus, receive the joy of the Lord today. Amen. Receive the joy of the Lord today. Amen. I said, receive the joy of the Lord today. Amen. So when he talked about prayer, verse 19 talks about that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. That is something that you not only pray for pastors, but pray for yourself. Boldness. That's the kind of people that God is looking for in these days and time. And I see you are a part of that army in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Bold to testify. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of God in Christ Jesus. Somebody put a, um, had a bumper sticker on, on their car and they went to work and they, and they asked them uh, something about Jesus or something about, uh, about that. And they were so ashamed. Uh, you see, don't, don't, be, don't be that person. They asked them, what's this bumper sticker? Are you a Christian? Oh, no, he said, this guy belongs to my sister. I just brought it to work today. <laughs> no, 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 no. Be, be, I am a child of God, and I am not ashamed to be a child of God. I take on these weapons that have been given to me, and I wage war, and in the name of the Lord Jesus, as you do, I see you winning every invisible battle in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Every torment of the enemy, 
enemy on your mind in Jesus' mighty name comes to an end. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. See, I'm you have been delivered and handed keys. That breastplate of righteousness, they, they, had, they, they will shine it and keep it going real good because sometimes the lights will reflect on it and then reflect back to the enemy. Oh, your light will keep shining brighter and brighter in Jesus' mighty name. I said your light will keep shining brighter and brighter in the name of the Lord Jesus. And through us, whole cities, whole nations will know about the Lord Jesus Christ. As the coming of the Lord draws closer and closer and closer, these are the kind of people that God is looking for. And in every battle that you are confronted with, in any area of your life, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see God taking over your battles. I see you winning those battles in Jesus' name. You will not give up. You will not throw in the towel. Having done all to stand, stand. I see you standing in the name of the Lord Jesus. Stand in what God has made available. We serve a big God. We serve a good God. We serve a loving God. And he is on your side. I, the question is, are you on God's side? Which side are you on? Thank God. This morning you have found yourself in the presence of God. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, put on the whole armor of God. And even in, on this particular day, I decree and declare that no weapon of the enemy formed against you will prosper. I said no weapon of the enemy formed against you will prosper. Every tongue that has risen up against you in judgment you will condemn. For the Bible says that this is your heritage and your righteousness is of God. Isaiah 54 verse 17. Your righteousness is, is of God. No weapon. Somebody shout no weapon. Oh, no, 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 no. Darkness cannot overcome light. The Bible says that we are children of light, therefore walk as children of light. I see somebody winning in Jesus' name. Don't turn to the power of the enemy. Turn to the power of God. Oh, stand in the power of God. And as you do, you go from victory to victory. You go from glory to glory in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719 235 5535